Over the past 20 years, a silent crisis has unfolded as the number of deaths from pregnancy-related causes in the U.S. doubled, affecting all racial and ethnic groups, with the highest rates among Black women, Native American, and Alaska Native individuals, according to JAMA. To address this crisis, it is crucial to improve access to postpartum health care for better management of pregnancy-related health conditions, researchers say. This is PulseCheck. I'm Carmen Pond. The FDA is slated to decide this week whether the Alzheimer's drug Lakembi, which moderately slows disease-related cognitive decline, receives traditional approval. The drug received accelerated approval in January. But the bigger question is insurance coverage. Even with traditional approval, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services has said it will limit reimbursement for Lakembi and other drugs like it to patients whose doctors enroll them in a nationwide registry to track side effects and outcomes. A dozen African countries are set to receive 80 million doses of the malaria vaccine Moskirix over the next two years. This will be the first time the vaccine, which the World Health Organization endorsed in 2021, will be massively rolled out in countries where many children continue to die of malaria. Besides Ghana, Kenya, and Malawi, where the vaccine was piloted in the past few years, nine more countries are set to introduce the four-dose vaccine, including Benin, Cameroon, and the Democratic Republic of the Congo, according to the WHO, Gavi, the Vaccine Alliance, and UNICEF on Wednesday. And an appointing physician's board advising CMS on Medicare payment policy has garnered unexpected allies, congressional Republicans, who are typically skeptical of unelected bureaucrats. Robert King is here to explain what's happening. Thanks for having me. So, congressional Republicans are currently defending the significance of an unelected physician board advising CMS on Medicare payment policy. Can you first tell us what this board is about and why it's significant? Sure. First, I'll get the name of the board out of the way because it is a mouthful. The Physician-Focused Payment Model Technical Advisory Committee, or PTAC for short. This board was created by the Medicare and CHIP Reauthorization Act of 2015, which instilled some pretty big incentives for doctors to participate in value-based care payment models, which essentially change how doctors get paid by Medicare. The goal in which being that they would get paid based on the value of the care that they provide to patients rather than the volume of services and items that are delivered. So the goal of this board was to essentially advise CMS on the payment models that should be created. And why do congressional Republicans care about this at all? Well, the goal of the board was to give a voice to physicians. And the concern that Republicans have had is that that voice hasn't really been heard by CMS and the Center for Medicare and Medicaid Innovation, which is the agency that oversees the implementation of payment models. And so Republicans have been miffed that both Republican and Democratic administrations have kind of given recommendations from PTAC uh, the short shrift. Got it. So this is part of a broader conversation that you've been covering about how to pay for value in healthcare rather than for volume or for number of services. How does this board fit into this conversation? 
So the anger that several lawmakers have had comes at a time when there is a lot more scrutiny on the value that CMMI's payment models have delivered since the creation of the Center in the Affordable Care Act back in 2010. There's been some criticisms from lawmakers that the number of models have not delivered enough savings, that the process for approving new models has become too opaque, not transparent. So the anger over the board really kind of fits into to longstanding criticisms that Republicans have had over how CMMI is run and also how well CMMI is shepherding physicians into this new payment model system. What does the CMS and the Biden administration say about this criticism? CMS did not respond to my request for comment on the story. However, they have tried to address concerns that stakeholders and Congress have had over the work on value-based care. They initiated a strategic refresh in 2021 that sought to limit the amount of models that are available in a bid to kind of reduce overlap and confusion for physicians that had to meet kind of duplicative requirements for different models. And they've also tried to give physicians upfront payments if they are in rural or underserved areas, a nod to kind of concerns that the upfront costs for getting into these models is pretty high. And that has been kind of a barrier to entry, essentially. What do congressional Republicans want to do about this board? Well, for right now, I believe that there could be some potential changes that may happen as part of a reform effort with MACRA. There was a hearing in the NA House Energy and Commerce Subcommittee last month on how MACRA is working, what is working, what's not working. So this could be a point of contention as lawmakers move towards the more legislative phase of this effort. But it remains to be seen what changes could emerge right now. Thanks for talking to me, Robert. Thanks. And that's our show. Our music is by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Afra Abdullah is our producer. Annie Reese is our senior producer. Our healthcare team editors are Eli Reyes, Dan Goldberg, Barbara Van Tyne, Beth Belton, and Sean Zeller. I'm Carmen Pond. Subscribe and follow PulseCheck for a new episode every day. And subscribe to our newsletters, where you can read this reporting. Pulse, Future Pulse, and Prescription Pulse. Thanks for listening.